welcome back to our podcast, Note to Self. I'm here with Abby and Natalie, and today we're joined by Casey and Blair. Hey guys. What up? Hi. I am Casey Heimer. I teach fourth grade at Fox Creek Elementary School. Uh, along with um, shaping the minds of nine and ten year olds, I am in grad school at Illinois State University in the administrative education administrative program yeah. to be a principal admin someday. And uh, Yes, that consumes my life as well as being a dad of a five and four year old daughter. So, yeah, that's me. And I am Blair Broker. I also teach fourth grade at Fox Creek Elementary School. Uh, when I'm not teaching, I can be found running, reading, or hanging out with my three cats. Yes, I am a crazy cat lady and I am not ashamed <laughs> to admit it. Do you run with your cats? That would be a feat because they, I, I have fat cats. They each weigh like 18 pounds. So that'd be a pretty intense workout. <laughs> so we asked Blair and Casey to come with us today to um, record this podcast. We want to specifically talk more about accountability partners. So through all this pandemic and adjusting things this school year, how have you guys really worked together as partners to support each other through all the crazy ups and downs? Uh, it's a really good question. Uh, I would say I would probably start with, I don't think we take ourselves too seriously. Like we take our profession really seriously, Mm -hmm. obviously. But I think like, I think when you take yourselves too seriously, like as teammates and as not, we're not co-teachers obviously, but you know, we, I think we approach every conversation we have and every decision with like humility as if like we could be right and we could be wrong or the other person just might be, have better options or might be better suited to make the decision for the grade level. And so I think like we approach, I think we enter in every conversation and meeting with that type of mindset and aspect. And I think like in the midst of like outside stress, like worldly stress that this 2020 has brought, I think just like coming into every meeting as if like you don't have, you might not have the right answer, but coming into it like open-minded and like I said, not taking myself too seriously. And I don't think Blair does the same thing and we're open to what the other person has to offer. Sorry with that, if you have anything to add to that. No, I think that's really kind of how well we work together. We bring a lot of questions to the table and mm-hmm. talk it out and just figure out what's going to work for us as a team and also as individuals. Because I think one of my favorite things about working with Casey is whatever we decide together, we also know that we are individuals mm-hmm. and we're going to put our own spin on it. And that's great. That's what our classes need. And so even when we walk out with the same exact worksheet or the same ex- mm-hmm. exact activity, we're going to put things in our perspective and he's not going to be like, oh, well, Blair did it differently and that was wrong. Or uh, I'm not going to feel that way if he puts his own things into the conversation or into the lesson. So it's really a fun collaboration. So how long have you guys been working together? Only two years. Yeah. Well, so not even two yeah. years, a year and a half. Yeah. So you've worked on other teams before. Right. Um, when you guys started working together, was there just a kind of natural organic, like this is how we're going to operate? as a team or did you learn specific things by working with other people that you either that you did or did not want to do as a as a um partner on a on a team as as collaborators i felt like when we first started working together we were kind of in a weird position because we had a third team at the time um and she was on maternity leave so we had a sub so Casey kind of actually took more of a leadership role when we first started working together because Mm -hmm. i was new to fourth grade and we had a maternity sub, so he was really willing to share and put stuff on the table for us. And then as we worked more together, I think it kind of shifted from leader follower to like 
working together at the same level yeah sometime in the last year yeah i think personality types really i mean sometimes it just works right so like we're lucky in that standpoint of like we have a lot of common interests and we seem to have like similar styles of just how we want to go about things but i think like you asked like you said like what have we maybe learned in our you've been teaching a little bit longer than me but i think like overall like we've I think the thing that really hits home for the both of us, I think that one of the biggest reasons it works is because like nothing about how we work together is rooted in like comparison of what each Mm -hmm. other's doing. And I think like comparison is a big, like it allows you to develop over time, like bitterness towards like Mm -hmm. maybe your teammate or your coworker. Like when you start Mm -hmm. like to look at the other person and say like, Oh, I wish I was doing it that way. Or I can't believe they didn't, they're not doing it how I'm doing it. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I think like for us, like I, I can never think of one time like where I, like compared in an unhealthy way, like what my class is doing to Blair's. And I like to think it's reciprocated. And so mm-hmm. like, I think overall, like I think that's the biggest thing probably that we all, as we mature in the profession, like we learn that comparing is probably not the best place to start from or to end with. And so I would say that's the biggest thing that we're both pretty mindful of in yeah. that way, but it comes pretty naturally, I think. I feel like that is such a risk in education, especially you go on Pinterest and you can see the mm. 50 coolest classrooms mm-hmm. and you can walk through your school and see all the amazing things that are happening. So it's so hard not to compare yourself. It mm-hmm. sounds though like you guys have a good balance between respecting each other and respecting yourself. And I feel like mm-hmm. that foundation has to be huge. Yeah, and I experience even just from the moment you guys walked in, I experienced from both of you this sense of kind of ease, right? Like in the... I work with teachers all day, every day, and generally speaking for the past nine months, there's this sense of overwhelm and anxiety and this kind of heaviness that is being experienced by educators right now. Of course, totally justified in many regards, but one of the things that I teach in my side hustle of yoga is finding ease in the work, like softening your jaw and taking a deep breath in when your legs start to shake. And it that is so relevant in the world of education right now like it seems like you both use humor right i can experience this humor this playfulness Mm -hmm. that allows you to find a a, a sense of ease amongst the craziness that is being a teacher right now in the pandemic and i'm curious to know from that how you hold each other accountable Mm -hmm. for not getting caught up in Mm -hmm. the work and being able to maintain that sense of ease you know what? I, I will say we have both been caught up in that, and we've we will occasionally walk into the other one's classroom and say, "I'm like, oh, this is not how I wanted it to go," or oh, we're shifting back to remote again." Mm-hmm. And we, so we have definitely each had those moments. But I think, kind of like Casey said, personality-wise, we're just really lucky that it's it's not very often that we both come to school on the same day feeling that way. So we balance each other out. And mm-hmm. if Casey's having a bad day. I'm like, oh, don't forget, you've got these kids coming and you really love like having this like family in your classroom every day or vice versa. He's really good about reminding me of like the humor. He's way funnier than I am. So he brings out the humor way more My often. students don't think so. <laughs> I can hear him from my classroom and I, I'm giggling sometimes yeah. what he's saying in his classroom. So. Yeah. yeah, I think it is like I, we're – we're optimists by nature, I think both of us are. So I think it's easy, it's a little bit easier to find silver linings and just naturally find joy in things. Like I think we are, we try to be, I think, very joyful person, not saying everybody else in the profession isn't. But I think so it does come in a little bit naturally from that standpoint is we love being around kids, we love being in the schools. And I don't know, I, I, we just send, def- yeah. 
not really talk about the negativity a whole lot, if I can yeah. just be very candid and say that. Like, we really don't spend a whole lot of time. I mean, like, we do vents and we do mm-hmm. talk about the things but that are depressing about recent <laughs> events, but, like, we don't necessarily spend time sulking or complaining about them because they're just out of our control. And we really try to be mindful of them. Honestly, I think 50% of our conversations have to do just about family and home life, too. Mm-hmm. And so we half the time we're in school, I don't think we're even talking about school, you know, and so mm-hmm. I think that's also really helpful to our, to why we're here even talking about teamwork and working as a team, because I think we there's a natural investment in each other's lives, not just as teachers, and so we try to be pretty conscious of that, but again, it comes, I think we both naturally care about other people and who we're with outside of the classroom just as much as inside, so. Yeah, there's a concept that I teach called emotional contagion, and it's ironic that I am talking about this in the middle of a pandemic, but literally emotions are contagious. And, um, you know, the, the affect, the tone of voice, the demeanor that you bring into an environment literally changes the environment. And I, I would I also tend to err on the side of optimism and possibility instead of getting caught up in like what's not working. And it can be really hard when you go out into environments that don't uh, function that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm interested to know how you guys have seen your accountability and partnership together kind of influence the larger culture of your school in the conversations that you're having and what the impact of that has been specifically this school year, how you've seen yourselves clearly as leaders in your building show up for other people. I'll speak for Blair. I think it's easier for her, honestly, because she came in two years ago and she came from a fun, like from what I'm understanding to be like from her interpretations of like a fun Evans staff and culture too. Mm. And then like she was able to even go to St. Louis and kind of develop that even more and then kind of bring that to Fox. So I think she's even brought this more so than I have. Cause you know, when you're in the same building for eight years, you know, you do, it's easier to get caught up in complacency and just mm-hmm. kind of how things are. So I think Blair even coming in, like I am at an advantage as her teammate because like I'm able, like it's almost was like a kickstart, almost like a breath of fresh air in mm-hmm. a sense when you have like a new teammate that comes in with like fresh ideas, new mm-hmm. perspective. Cause she had never even taught elementary. And so she's kind of bringing in a junior high perspective of like, why do we do it like this? Why can't we do this? And so like, I think like that, and, but I think that's been like, even from like the house systems idea, like you brought that from junior high to Fox and we wrote and we ran with it. So I think, I don't know, you can keep carrying on like this, how that happens for you and kind of how you Actually, that. thank you very much. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if we've ever actually had that conversation. Yeah. So that's really nice to hear. Uh, and I do think that was, um, I loved my job at Evans and leaving Evans was a really hard thing to do. Um, the catalyst for me was when my husband and I moved to St. Louis and the move just gave me that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was able to look back on all the things that I loved about that building. And I did the same thing when I came to Fox, just looking mm-hmm. back about what did I like about St. Louis? What did I like about Fox? Even way back in the day when I did teach uh, student teach for fourth grade, what did I like about that? What pushed me back to the elementary school level? So I, I think perspective is huge. And honestly, being in my 13th year of teaching, I think uh, makes me feel more comfortable with a lot of that. Um, as for Casey, if you've ever been in a building with Casey, he just walks into a room and with a huge smile on his face and greets everybody in the most cheerful manner. And so when you're talking about spreading the emotional contagion, mm-hmm. his has been that way since the day I walked in the door at Fox Creek. 
And I know he said that it's easy after eight years to kind of fall into mm -hmm. those complaining tones, but I have never gotten that sense from him. So if mm -hmm. he feels like he's been that way, <laughs> I really don't feel that way about him. Mm -hmm. uh, he always brings the positive. And I think part of that is because he does have a good work-life balance. Mm -hmm. uh, because he doesn't let everything at work control his whole life, he's able to find the joy in the work along with um, what he's doing at home. And so I think even when you have a bad work day, if you know you have a happy life when you leave there, mm -hmm. it allows you to smile through some of those frustrations or get through some of those yeah. frustrations a little bit quicker and easier. Yeah, really good. Well, I think that's a good place to land. Thank you guys for your time. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely.